listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Our listeners like to support us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash 9to5cc. It's basically all we want for Christmas is a little bit of money from you each and every month. <laughs> this is the 9to5 Entertainment System. What do we talk about? We talk about appliances and decibels. We talk about the mysterious New Mutants movie. We talk about prank encounters. We talk about Daybreak. Mm-hmm. Then we go on to talk about Avatar, uh, the Last. many works of Lord, Ca- what? <laughs> Lord Cameron. <laughs> the many works of Lord Cameron. Lord James. Cameron. Uh, how Ready Player One is oddly ranked on our list. Mm-hmm. And then we have a match of super fights. I've got a good idea for a prank show where it's, you just tell people they're going to watch a good movie. Then they watch it. A lot of money. Paid a lot of money for a dishwasher. Listeners to the podcast will notice that they don't hear a dishwasher in the background of this. So yeah, so we had a dishwasher when we got this place. Uh, all of our appliances were included because mm-hmm. the the guy left them behind. And uh, I don't know what the vol what the cost of my dishwasher was. So, but it's a forty decibel. The old dishwasher was a forty decibel dishwasher. Okay, so That's pretty loud. No, no, forty. Super, not, super. Not in a household with Keith and Sarah. I got no, absolutely not. So a dishwasher, dishwasher standard is 50. So I've learned a lot about decibels in the last uh, like week or two. Okay. Which I'm going to share with you, <laughs> the listener. Uh-huh. Uh, your old dishwasher that you remember from your childhood operates at 55 decibels. That's like the... Like the that standard dishwasher mm-hmm. unit is 55 decibels. Okay. Decibels also are... Uh, I guess exponential. A, exponential? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every 10... Every increase of 10 decibels is double. Mm-hmm. So, the, like, the difference between 40 and 50 is doubled. Yeah. So, um, most quiet brand dishwashers are 44 decibels. Mm-hmm. And then 40 is considered, like, quietest industry. And now, I think, recently, they started 39 and 38s. Hmm. So, I don't know what this guy paid for his dishwasher. But to put in a 40 but from five years ago, like, even today, if you look up a 40-decibel dishwasher, it's, like, two grand. Huh. Like, like, go, go. So hold on. So why are you replacing it? Oh, because the motor got all screwed up. Yeah. And so, and then we had a, a dishwasher man be like, once your motor starts getting, so they they were like, to replace the motor, and like the motor is three hundred something piece, three hundred bucks or something. Yeah. Then he's like, my time is a hundred dollars just to come in, and yeah. then he's like, on top of that too, it's a, a, because uh, Bosch is like a weird neighbor, and there's like a special kind of like lock thing. He's like, I need to pay like $120 for this tool. He's like, it'll be yours, so you will be able to service your own thing. But he's like, I need to buy this tool on your behalf or whatever. And he's like, because it's a, it's a weird locking thing that is like unique to whatever. And he's okay. like, I give it to you. <laughs> like he's like it's not a thing that I get. I'm gonna keep. That's so dirty. But it's so three year old dishwasher. Like well, it's yeah. like seven years old at this okay. point or whatever. Yeah, like like five to seven year old dishwasher or whatever. And yeah. he's like, and and like the guy was just literally like, he's like, and this was an independent install man. He was like, this is just five hundred dollars that you could put towards a new dishwasher man. Like he was like, he's yeah. like, we could just save ourselves a bunch of time. And and I would, but on honest of the dude. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. like the guy could have been like, no, I got to well, so, so this new one, though, like, wh- I don't know. What does an average dishwasher run these days? So it depends on – it li- really, really depends mm-hmm. on the quiet factor. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this one on a – is a 44, which is, again, 
Very quiet. Very quiet. Uh, but is still technically four decibels. So what, forty percent louder mm-hmm. than the other one? I'm I'm banking though that the other one like was not running at forty anymore because it was like six seven years old and there was it occasionally got kind of noisy and then had motor issues. Yeah. So I'm thinking that maybe it wasn't running at like peak quiet. Anyway, hmm. um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, this came over a grand. Like that's for, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's just for quietness. Like you can get yeah. a five five six hundred dish, dollar dishwasher, but I mean, if you've been to my house, listener, the dishwasher is right in the middle of our main living yeah, space. Yeah, sucks. So it's like it's not like I mean, like obviously, if I were to put in a dishwasher at Leck Manor, I'd be like, who cares about decibels? Yeah. It's like off in the side in the well, kitchen. I mean, not to still say, in the living space. Yeah, but as opposed to the direct center, it's like near our television, near our living room, near our dining room, near our like you know, it's like it's really it's literally. The middle of the house is this dishwasher. This is so. great. That's so. only if you press start in the middle of your television show, though. Like, you could, in theory... I'm a light sleeper, though. Go out to work in the morning and be like, I loaded the dishwasher the night before. You'll notice that Hi, I, did, everybody. I didn't press. pony up for a 40-decibel <clears throat> dishwasher. Like, it was not, it was not such a, uh, a cost factor that I was like, I need to get the quietest. But I was like, I will pay extra for quiet, considering that... My dishwasher is in the middle of my house, so I occasionally want to have the option to run it and not just be like... This is exactly the geek pop culture content uh-huh. you tune in for here at the 90s. Yeah, man. Kids. Dishwashing <laughs> tips. Uh-huh. Thanks, kids. Anyway, learn about decibels. It, yeah. And I will say that the company, the appliance <laughs> selling company, either like the Brick or Bro Martino or whatever, or someone who invents the technology to have like a set of headphones to listen to what a dishwasher sounds like would probably sell so many more quiet dishwashers. Because, hmm. like, features-wise, they're very similar. But if you could put on headphones and be like, this is what this one sounds like, and this is what this one sounds like, like, do you know how many upsells you'd get? Like, I mean, probably quite a few, but it would be so easy to game that thing. Nobody would ever trust those headphones. Sure. But... With good reason, because the Brick and Bro Martin are <laughs> notoriously shady companies. Yeah. I mean, I think that just appliance... Men, yeah, factors and sales are super weird. Speaking of things you don't really hear, I wanted to talk a bit a bit about the New Mutants movie. What? Ah, huh? okay. So, do you remember I showed you the trailer for the New Mutants movie mm. like years, mutants? years ago? They were mutants, and they were new. <clears throat> it was like, what if the X-Men... these weren't your grandpa's mutants? Well, was... We were talking about like superhero movies always being basically the same genre. I mean, we've talked and... about. That good number of times yeah and i was like oh the new new mutants movie mm-hmm. looks like a what if the x-men were a horror movie right concepts mm-hmm. and then it went into like development hell right like well yeah they finished the movie Neat. the first trailer appeared in 2017 uh oh, before two years ago almost three almost three yeah 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 we are on yeah. the eve of 2020 that movie finished in 2018 was all set to go and then fox put it on hold they're just like hey we're gonna make some tweaks and then Disney bought Fox, and they were just like, "Oh no, let's uh, let's take a little look at this this movie here." Uh huh. And it's not coming out this year either. <laughs> I want you to imagine though, the kind of movie that Fox is going to put on hold, right? Right. This is the this is the the, the, the Fantastic Four people. <laughs> That's right. So that that the, came out. Yeah. The, the Fox only, label. Like the only, I guess, like possible outcome that is not bad is because remember a movie stuck in development hell that was completed and did not get a release until certain factors made people involved with the film more 
marketable mm-hmm. was a little movie called Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. It was it was like completely like on the shelf and whatever. But then it was like because you had Yoss Whedon as a writer, and then you had uh, Chris Hemsworth yeah. in the movie, and then they all got like Marvel bump. Uh, and then it came out. Then it came out, and it was. Amazing. I mean, we would so, have loved it regardless. So it sure. No, no, no. But no. But I'm just saying. But that a movie being like stuck and on the shelf and in development hell can true still be a good movie is what my my point is that like there there are is that what's happening here? Is that is best? not what's happening. Oh no. Here. That <laughs> would make no. That would make no sense. Like the two big stars of the movie are Maisie Williams and and Charlie Heaton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but season eight of Game of Thrones is so bad. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> do you really want to risk people forgetting that they ever liked Arya or Maisie Williams? At all, like mm-hmm. that, and and same thing with Stranger Things, like Charlie Heaton from from Stranger Things. Like who's Charlie Heaton? Uh, Will's older brother. Mm. What's his name? The forty-five-year-old man. <laughs> Supposed to be in high school, but looks kind of like Jonathan, Axel Rose. Jonathan yeah. Myers. Yeah. Yeah. How old is he actually? I'm gonna look it up. No, <laughs> no, 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 right here. You're right there. He's on the yeah. Wikipedia. He's got it. He is. Was born in Leeds, but it doesn't say his age. Wow, that's weird. Born in the eighties, but he's at least thirty. Man, normally it says right on Wikipedia, but it doesn't have his age there. Yeah, because they gotta like muddy the waters because he's thirty something playing a kid who just graduated high school. Oh man. Anyway, so why why is it in development hell? Nobody knows. Like no one has said anything. The director hasn't come out and explained like what they're working on. Hmm. They just moved this movie out of theaters. They're just saying we're not gonna, we're not gonna let anyone watch I mean, it. I guess the good, air quotes, good news is that if it's even like half passable, they're just gonna throw it on Disney <gasps> Plus, right? Like, well, it's amazing <laughs> that they have. That was the thing they were talking about, yeah, and yeah. Disney said no. It's coming out in theaters first. Weird. Whoa. I mean, I guess for the Oscar nom. <laughs> to be Oscar eligible, it's got to have that one week run. <laughs> like, oh man, uh, that's super weird. So, so what like, is there? Is there a is climax there story? The story? Yeah, like, like what's or the? Or is it just like it's never coming out, or is this like a not yet updates? I don't think it's ever coming. out. Remember that thing from episode one hundred and forty? <laughs> he was born in nineteen ninety four. Uh, okay, so he's twenty five. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay, so he's not the. Oldest. So he was like, man, they're gonna be so and... old. They got it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like next year, they're gonna be so old. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so weird. Like so, it's. Yeah, no. Keaton Matizato has his own TV show now. Prank Encounter. Did you guys watch that? I haven't. No. I, I did I watched not. a couple. Was yeah. it funny? It wasn't funny. It was really mean. It was kind of nice. <laughs> Spiteful. <clears throat> What's an example of a mean prank he pulls on okay, somebody? Hey, John, your parents love your little brother more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a prank. No, they bring in like. Um, Someone to babysit this little girl, and they set it up that, you know, her older sister had passed, and some charity people were going to come by to pick up some of her stuff. So the girl's a little traumatized, but don't worry about it. They're, they know what to pick up. And the girl is like, no, she was murdered by the teddy bear. And then she's like, okay, that's a little weird. That's a little traumatic. And then they set it up so the teddy bear actually murders someone in front of the babysitter. <laughs> Throws them right off the balcony, has a body lying on the courtyard. Like, freaking out. The teddy bear's running around. Everyone's screaming at the top of their lungs. And then Gabe Manazano r- runs in. And he's just like, hey! Remember like, you're the Stranger Things the kid. <laughs> <laughs> you're on my new show. What's it called, exactly? Prank Encounters. Prank Encounters. Prank encounters. Yeah. I mean, that's, I do like that. But they're like, they're like, 
punked, but with supernatural murders. Yes. Huh. Kind of weird. The second episode. I, remember, had... I, I forget what, what show it was, but there was a show that did a, like, a really good like poltergeist prank or whatever, where it was like in a cafe where everyone was like an actor and was like stuff started to rattle and then like fly against things and like people lost their goddamn minds. Yeah. Like, and I was like, I, I, like, I don't know. I feel that we're like in 2019 so aware of like the internet that I'd be like, oh, this is a thing. Absolutely. Like in a heartbeat, you'd be like, oh, where are the cameras? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, I, I feel, feel like Japan has done a bunch of these. Like, which I super feel is its own yeah. premise for a horror movie. Is like how much, like how long can the, a character like maintain the disbelief. the disbelief while horrors are going on? And he's just like, yeah, good one. Like you know, like yeah, I guess whatever. Anyway, there's a fake camera. Like like what's you know what I mean? Like what's yeah. the yeah? I wonder. I, I would watch that premise. Speaking, it's like a weird show. It is. I'm sure it yeah. is. Speaking of, I guess Netflix adjacent news via Stranger Things. Have y'all watched Daybreak? Nope. What's a daybreak? Uh, Not CBC's yet, but I wanted to. Show. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I CBC or CTV? CBC. Go yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Uh, holy crap. This show is beautiful. It's amazing. So it's basically, it's a, it's a post-apocalyptic... Um, Los Angeles? Post-apocalyptic uh, Glendale. Los Angeles adjacent. Mm-hmm. Uh, where there's some, some sort of a bomb goes off that melts most adults hmm. and then turns the rest of them into zombies. So now there's, like, basically the entire world is now populated by people, like, 18 and under. Just sounds like a novel that was very popular with 18 and unders. Right? But no. Because okay. it's not done like Twilight. It's, it's done for people who are like, are you a fan of zombie movies and Mad Max? That is, hmm. that is the audience. It is, Keith. Keith. Is yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like, 100%. Like... So, um, I think it's based on a graphic novel, actually. Um, and, but, like, so immediately, like, the town just gets divided up into cliques. Right. Right, where there's, like, um, like the Turbo Jocks or whatever, which is, like, <laughs> there was a kid whose name in real world was named Turbo. And they're like, well, he was just, like, destined to be a dude. <laughs> His name Turbo. And so it was, like, the Jocks have, at the, at the beginning, by the beginning of the show, have banded all of the Jocks together under their different, like, tribes mm-hmm. of jocks like there's like the football jocks are like in charge and all that stuff and there's like the golf club who are like the on like they're like they're barely even jocks and they're like yeah but like they're jock adjacent mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like there's the uh the 4-h club which are like the the horticulturalist like cowboy kids who are like we're raising like plants and stuff so it's like uneasy truces amongst sure. all the different tribes but what makes this thing amazing is it's like so it's a super fun kind of like i guess tongue-in-cheek, uh, like, post-apocalyptic zombie thing. But the... It, which is A-plus, start to finish, just to say. But what got me in, like, my very, like, special, like, heart of hearts is the sheer volume of references to the material that it clearly loves that are, like... It's the exact opposite of Ready Player One. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, in Ready Player One, they were like, hey, remember this? Eh? You like this? And then move on? In this show, you can watch the show and get none of the references mm-hmm. and still enjoy it. But if you get the references, they're like everywhere. Like so, the first thing starts off like like a, like pans. It's time up. for your Easter egg hunt, Keith. Oh, dude, and I mean, like I can't. I'm not even able to remember all of them. Like yeah. the opening scene, like pans across like California and then starts playing 
California Love, and I was like, amazing. Uh-huh. It's perfect. That's perfect. It yeah. is perfect. I'm like, it's perfect. Because like, if you don't know the song California Love by I do. Tupac Shakur and Dr. Dre. And I also know the video. The exactly. music video yeah. is the Mad Max. Exactly. Yeah. But it's just yeah. like, you're setting it up, it's in California, There's, and you're like, it's a perfectly fine song to play just to establish that this is set in California, but again, you're like, but if you know, like, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, amazing. The ca- main character, like, talks to the camera all the time. The principal of the school, Matthew Broderick. <laughs> like, again, you're like, oh, it's like, it's perfect or whatever. And it's, was, on, um, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's a Netflix, Netflix original. Show. Wow. Um, he was like, <laughs> animals mutate and whatever. And there's even like, I can't remember the, you'll know the, the, the Ferris Bueller dialogue or whatever. Like at one point he like turns and he's like, life mutates pretty fast around here. If you don't like else. And I was just like, again. Life moves pretty fast. Yeah. If you don't slow down and look around once in a while. You might miss it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And it's just, but like, you see like a, a two-headed raven or whatever, like, Agar! and he's like, life mutates pretty fast around here if you don't slow down and look around. Like, again, it's a fine line. It's just, a reference. Yeah. But it doesn't, I mean, like, if you don't get the reference, you're like, whatever, it's just, it's a thing about mutation. There's like, it, he at one point has to like tie his hand to the belt and like his hand is going nuts. So it's like, it's right there from Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh the he gets into a car and the license plate is like uh like f u r y d whatever it's fury road mm-hmm. is the the license plate like it's just like it's it's non stop like just easter eggs mm-hmm. everywhere <laughs> like and but like not in a way that is like bombarding you with them like the way ready player one was like it, it like it never even has like the nudge nudge like eh, like whatever. Like, other than Matthew Broderick, do you got any other any recognizable nope, all faces? Of, uh, all a bunch of unknown uh, teenage actors. Mm-hmm. Also, it it looked to me a lot like Turbo Kid. That kind of feel. Not it as, was really violent. Yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, it, this is also pretty violent. Like they're okay. like when like they shower kids in blood, and there's the occasional like chop off things, and mm-hmm. people gets eaten. Like a the zombie one like opens his mouth. Like it's not necessarily Turbo Kid violent, but it's also not necessarily like crank to eleven like Turbo Kid is it's like it like levels off and it kind of it, it's almost believable if you're like what would be like if just teenagers were just the only people in charge right you know you're like eh, you'd probably get messy pretty fast but yeah there's like oh, i lost my train of thought for a second oh yeah at one point the another character uh like takes over from for the main character because the main character has like a fever or whatever. So also in a mall, uh, like like feverish like set up in the thing like almost like frame for frame a la Dawn of the Dead, mm-hmm. like the one sick person in the mall. <laughs> like it's there's tons of stuff. And then the other character is like, yeah, well he's out of commission. So anyway, this is the, I'm not gonna do this fourth wall breaking talk to the camera like Ferris Bueller crap. My thing is voiceovers. And then she like stands <laughs> and looks away, and then there's like her voice just like starts <laughs> yeah yeah. There's like. All sorts of like just absolutely <clears throat> delightful stuff, and then just seems to be really interested in like just doing like comic book style, mm-hmm. like it's a zombie apocalypse, and these characters have a thing to do. This guy wants to. This guy was like about to tell his high school sweetheart or whatever that he loved her, like when the bomb dropped, and has been like looking for her for like the last six months, which mm-hmm. is just like it's like perfectly fine. And I'm like, this is it's like a why the last man kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, highly, highly, highly recommend it, especially if you're, like, the genre fan, because it clearly, like, observes the genre and then puts little things there for you. So if you enjoy the genre, you're going to enjoy the fact that it's, like, a fine piece mm-hmm. of it. And then also if you know the genre, like, inside out, there's, like, just nods, like, all over the place. Cool. <clears throat> cool. Oh, yeah, also the... <laughs> 
That is what I remembered. So the main character uh, moved to L.A. from Canada. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, which is just also just like a like, hilarious thing or whatever. And he was just sort of like, at one point he's like, whatever, man. He's like, I have skills. He's like, like I know a little bit about like hunting. Like I've gone fishing and like and blah, 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 blah. And they're like, what are you? Some kind of like MacGyver? And they're like, just Canadian. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why do you have all of these like survive like rudimentary survival skills canada like which is uh although he does say he moved from a small town but then he keeps saying toronto and i was like no 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 no, no. i'm like you say peterborough mm-hmm. like, at the very least say it we're like even oakville i would no that's still too close belleville belleville maybe belleville i would accept belleville and if he's Belleville, what? I'm just from Toronto. <laughs> It'd be good ones, but yeah, I, like super fun. A plus. Uh, put it off for too long. Like it was a lot of people had assumed that I had watched it because <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> they were like, "There's a post-apocalyptic zombie situation." And I was like, "Yeah, but I kind of got zombied out." I've, I've been zombied out too. I feel and, like, it's... but the zombies are very. Um, like, it's really not about the zombies. Because, like, right. it, it pointedly is, like, most adults got liquefied right. by the chemical thing. But if you, like, linger too long in the streets, zombies will show up. It's not, like, the, the threat is not, like, nobody seems to have an issue, like, Dealing. going about their day. Right. It's, like, an easy-to-avoid threat. You just don't stay outside for that yeah. long. God, there's two Walking Dead shows still coming out with episodes really? every year. And the Walking Dead cartoon mm. is a cartoon. Comic is over. Yep. It ended. It's weird. I just keep doing it. I just could not... I couldn't care. I really couldn't anymore. I'm like, oh, you're going to struggle for a while and then some of you will die. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how they're necessarily going to deal with that. Like, I mean, the like the fatality rate. Like, I mean, they keep killing off people, members of the golf club. I will say that. <laughs> Golf club does not fare well. It's like a running joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, like I'm the captain. It's on my shirt. And then like that character will inevitably die. And they're just like, Let me just give the captaincy of the golf club <laughs> to like the next ranking member of the golf club. Yeah, it's good. Cool. I uh, I would super recommend it. It touches like it yep. hits hits all the right notes and uh, yeah, just like delivers. A plus. Nice. I give it to you, Scott, to talk about blue people. Yeah. So. Every now and then, it, it hits me that there's a movie that's part of the zeitgeist that I've never, ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, I only saw The Godfather for the first time, like, three years You're ago. just going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Scarface? Like, again, also, within the last five years, was the first time I saw Scarface. Very weird. Right? And I'm, I'm, I'm a movie guy. I like film and cinema and not just, like, genre films, but I, I like yeah, yeah, yeah. the idea of... of, of I feel like there's also, but there's sometimes there's movies that are like, like when just talking The Godfather and stuff, where you're like, hey, do you want to like sit down and pay attention? Like, which is not always like it's yeah. difficult. And I feel it was easier that time was easier to come by when we were younger, where you're like, what are you yeah. doing on Friday? Oh, we're all getting together at John's place and watching The Godfather. Okay, like you know, like that would be a thing. It's been a long time since we've done movie nights. Absolutely, because yeah. you just watch movies on whatever your favorite streaming service is whenever you feel like it. But you know what I mean? Like, but yeah. it's, I mean, cause it, because someone back in the day would have to get a copy. And you're like, I have this copy of it. Let us congregate to yes. watch yeah. this copy of it. I mean, yeah, that used to happen often. Especially when I worked at the video store. People would come by and collect yeah. me to collect the movie. Yeah. Make sure it was there, put it aside. Yeah. 
and then either watch it, it in my you. place. Or... It was you who took away the movies that I wanted to rent. I guess it was rented. It was just under the counter because you were waiting for your crappy friends to watch it on Friday. Yes. I mean, yes. This is why <laughs> video stores of... went bankrupt. <laughs> I was a bank customer. Sure. Blue people. Mm-hmm. So one of those Smurfs. movies I'd never seen was uh, Smurfs, Smurfs 2. The animated mm-hmm. film. The second David Cross. Yeah. <laughs> No, I've never seen Avatar. Mm. So I finally... The Last Airbender. Uh, ooh, no, actually, I had seen that. Oh, weird. Of, of the two? <laughs> what? <laughs> of the two films called Avatar, you saw the one that ruined the cartoon. <clears throat> ruined the franchise. The, the whole concept was, was destroyed by Did that it? movie. No, I thought there was the so-and-so. Couldn't you just Legends ignore it? Came out. Legends of Korra like, came out. I it, just, it just tainted the... The brand. The brand. Yeah. I never saw the movie. Like so, the last Airbender just lives on in my place of like not super special place, but like I'm like. Don't worry, fine. Keith. We have this thing that we do on this. Podcast. Oh no! <laughs> but like last Airbender was never. I never beloved it the way a lot of people do. Me neither. I never. Saw I, I've it. watched a bunch of. It's it. worth it's, watching. Yeah. Like, I think it's, I don't fun, know if it's, it's a fun cartoon. I don't yeah. know if it's the best it's cartoon. So you weird. Seen. It's it's one of those things that I don't I don't get. Like when people. I mean, it's like I people get, people revere this cartoon. Yeah, and it's. It's a nice cartoon. It's mm-hmm. well put together. I don't revere it. Yeah, it's good. Okay. We should if you're going to watch something, we talked about Gravity Falls two weeks ago, and that's yep. what you should. I mean, I feel, I feel that I've also talked Check. about Adventure Time like, repeatedly. I would take Adventure Time heads and tails over, like, Last Airbender, like, um, ten times out of ten. Sure. Anyway, so tall blue people who have sex by putting their hair together. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why I've never really gone out and seen it. Like, it's a sci-fi action movie directed by James Cameron everything mm-hmm. everything was it because you had fine. seen the animated film Pocahontas and then you'd imagined it with blue people and then you were like there was no joke the colors of the wind was in my mind the whole time I was watching Avatar the whole time I'm watching this movie either that or Fern Gully it's a mix of both yeah like what if what if Pocahontas also had bulldozers yeah but then was there a wrapping fruit bat in Avatar no. It was bad. The logic is erratic. Potato in the jacket. Toys in the attic. Yeah. Why can I ramble, but my brain is scrambled. Robin Williams, master. I didn't like the bat so much from Fern Gully as much as I liked the bat from Anastasia. Ah, mm. Bartok. Bartok. Yeah. Bartok is a superior talking bat. Yeah. But then who was Tone Loke in Fern Gully? Because Tone Loke was also in Fern Gully. Really? Played like this, a slimy dude. Cool. Maybe the monster? It's amazing how much we can avoid talking about <laughs> the thing <laughs> that we're supposed to... This is the question. This is how long can we go to not talking about blue people? Who we've all seen there. James Cameron's Avatar, Avatar right? Yeah. Mm, it's Titanic. a fine movie. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's it, James Cameron doing science fiction with some... Sci-fi Pocahontas, yeah. Action machine gun stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Michelle Rodriguez plays a, a tough girl who, who likes to, to fight and doesn't show her emotions too, too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sigourney Weaver plays Paul Reiser's character from Alien. Sort of, but then <laughs> if he was actually on the good guy side. Yeah. It's such a weird So Paul Reiser's movie. character from Stranger Things. It's such a weird movie that became the biggest thing on the planet when it came out. I it don't... Was, so Sarah and I went to go see it. It was sold out. And there was, like, such a hype train. And we were like, okay, whatever. We'll just take the midnight tickets and go to a bar or whatever. 
and then go and we're like it's got to be worth it like it was like unheard of it was like a tuesday or wednesday night or whatever like mm-hmm. the, the nine o'clock show and it had been out for like a month like you know it was not like opening week even yeah. it was like it had been out for a while everybody said we had to go see it and it was still sold out on the nine o'clock when we got there at like seven like we got there like an hour or two early and the nine o'clock was already sold out so we bought tickets to a midnight showing on an off night and then like we just went to go see it and like we were both like like what the hell is this? Like not not that it's to Scott's point awful. It's not. It's just we were like this is perfectly fine. I think part of the hype train was the three D. Like the three D was, was really good. Especially the 3D was so good that there are people who paid five thousand dollars for their televisions <laughs> that have nothing to do with them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Like that was it. Buy your three D television. Watch Avatar at home. Spend all this money. Uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. You got nothing else for it. Watch Thor two, <laughs> Sherlock yeah. Holmes two. That that's that's it. You got those Blu-rays, good. Three blue, three D Blu-ray. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, like, do we? How much do we need to even talk about like the storyline? It is Pocahontas slash Fern Gully in space with blue people. The, the yeah, don't don't destroy the environment for. And that was it. Was so ham-fisted also. Like mm-hmm. that was I think the the ultimate like slap in the face was just sort of like. We're taking the resources of the natives. We are the real bad guys, as Cameron tells us. And there was no development. You just hated those two characters, right? Yeah. Yeah. The corporate sleazeball and the military sleazeball. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying it's like a bad message, but it's such a like a by the numbers message. That that that's the 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 like best complaint against it. Everything is bland and by the numbers. Yeah. You know, like the zero nuance. It, zero. Zero subtlety to the whole thing. You know exactly how it's all going to play out the moment you meet the characters. He's handicapped, but as a blue man, he gets to run. Yeah. <laughs> Look at him. He loves running. <laughs> do you remember running? Oh man. Do yeah. do you want to linger on the film or do we just go straight to the Is, there anything, is yeah. there anything like stuck out yeah. like, particularly egregious or whatever? I mean, other than the use of the word unobtainium again and again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I burst I literally I think I got shushed. It's so bad. <laughs> like in the film and they were sort of like the, the planet of what is it called? What's the planet called? I don't know. The race is the Navi. Yeah. The, the planet is like Terra or something. I don't know. Whatever. Just, it, would, it would be fun to watch that movie in the theater. And every time they say unobtainium, you, you scream out, unobtainium! <laughs> the first time whenever like uh, Giovanni Ravisi says it, I believe, is the first character who was just sort of like, it's like rich with unobtainium. I was like, and like, like, like boisterously like laughed and Sarah was just like kept it up with me and I was like and I for the life of me thought that they were like someone was going to like correct him and be like well what he was referring to as unobtainium is actually the compound blah 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 that we just like nickname unobtainium because it's so rare no we called it unobtainium for real real everyone's gonna go ahead and pretend that's the real name for this compound we have to mine the unobtainium wait what exactly fails instantly we have yeah. to get. He's holding some when he says it. <laughs> he has obtained it. Super stupid. Exactly. Here's the thing I we like. Mine it with the special machine, mm. the Deuce X Machina. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that this was a science fiction movie. The concept of Avatar, vat-born aliens for like cultural studies. Yeah. Very cool sci-fi. Probably, mm-hmm. I think the only neat idea out of it. Uh, was like, well, that that and the idea of a neural net alien planet where the environment was actually completely tied together. Mm-hmm. Plant life and animal life and, 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 and the intelligent native species. Mm. 
all very good high science fiction concepts yeah. that they use to tell the most basic story. Mm-hmm. That was the Pocahontas. Interloper arrives, marries, falls in love with Princess, receives conflict with other potential suitors to Princess, fights did, invaders. Like, did mm-hmm. the natives know that he was like an avatar? Yes, okay. right away. Okay. Because I'm yeah. like, because there is like... Because Grace, the Sigourney Weaver character... Had an avatar. Had been an avatar and had been teaching them English mm-hmm. as part of the school. And they all knew that. They called them dreamwalkers. Yeah. Because yeah. hmm. there were people that would pop in and out of the avatar bodies. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, there is something like, I guess like, vaguely problematic about like, hey, do you want to reach out to inner city kids in black neighborhoods? Blackface. Like, because that's what they do. Right? They're like, I'm going to look like the people I'm trying to communicate with artificially. There's a weird thing that they do in this film that, as I think about it, seems terrible. Like, you're like, let's, hey, it's going to be easier for you to talk to me if I look like you. Like, you know, there's something very strange that we said was okay, or at least that Avatar said was okay, and not necessarily inherently evil, which does seem, it seems very strange. This seems inherently evil to you? And it's, really? I'm going to get, like, remember, you're not just like, and I'm going to take your, I'm not going to approach your culture and, like, you know, like, say, looking at the obvious Pocahontas reference, if I'm going to... Okay, but it's not a human species. It's another species. It's even worse, then. I mean... Instead, instead of I'm going to, like, go in and present myself and then show reverence to your culture, I'm just going to show up straight up in one a body that is yours. I'm like, no, you're not my species. You don't know anything about my culture. Get the hell out of here. I'd I mean, that's pretty... kind of what they do. Right. Exactly. And that happens in the film. But, like, but that presentation of, like, no, that's a good idea. It's not a well, good idea. Well, wasn't it a plot by the bad guys? No. It was a plot by this is how we talk to aliens, is we build fake alien bodies and put our human brains in them right. so that it's less, like, jarring for them. And I'm like, that's a weird thing that you're doing. It is? I mean, that's it... a concept that was presented in Star Trek. Was it? Lots of times. Really? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they ever like put on like fake Vulcan makeup or whatever. Like they show there's, up. And... There's whole episodes of the Next Generation where like Troy oh, and yeah, Riker yeah, yeah. get they... surgery done and then they live amongst the people. I don't think that's cool either. Yeah, I think that's also weird. <laughs> it's not. That's not super new. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's new. I'm just saying that like I'm thinking about it and it seems very strange. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just it's a weird thing if you're like that. This is an okay practice that is presented in that. And... The whole thing it wants to be deeper than it than it really was. You sure. know that was part That's of. The they had some and... a couple of cool concepts and yeah. a basic plot and a big gunfight at the end. And then they blew down the big tree and everyone looked sad at it. Like oh, grandmother Willow died. And Cameron said he had six of them or something in and the pipe coming. ready and to go and that they're coming. And supposedly the two of them have been about to come out for two years. I don't think about to come out. No? They've, been in, they've been heavily in development. Like they've never, I've never seen delayed or whatever. What? In. This doesn't feel like delayed to you? When was Avatar? 2011? A long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Like it's been a while and um, there's been no yeah, whisper. Like even, even then it's like Avatar 2 is slated for 2021. Like I don't think that's like, so. That's ten years. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Is like a long time. Yeah, especially when they were saying like right after it came out that it was going to turn into a whole big franchise. Like something has to have happened to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Avatar was 2009. So, so ten years. Yeah. Ten years. Yeah. But I mean, but then he made other movies after even. What? Well, he was involved in the uh, Terminator. Because even what Avatar else? one. 
was like something like 10 years in production, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. like that's, so what did he do? He must have been producing. He hasn't been directing. Yeah. I don't think, yeah, you're, I think you're right. He hasn't directed much. So post-Avatar, as a director, no, damn it. It only shows as a director. But yeah, I think he's definitely producing. <clears throat> I think he produced, like, The Hurt Locker for his ex-wife and <laughs> Terminator movie that just came out. Yeah. Dark Fate. Yeah. Disappointed everybody. Yep. Including the director of the movie. Yeah. He came out and said, oh, man. That was the oh, one I was beans. Battle Angel. I was like, I knew he was involved. He was involved in Battle Angel yeah, Alita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, Woo! He was, Alita. That has Battle to have Angel. bombed. The Robert Rodriguez one? He, he was, disappeared he wrote on that. Fast. Yeah, yeah, He wrote and produced it. I didn't see it. Do you know? Uh, I have it on my to-watch list, yeah. but I can't convince Marissa to sit down and stare at it. And he also was involved with Terminator Dark Fate. And he did some deep sea challenge, 3D, filmed some stuff using the Avatar <clears> stuff. <throat> he did some Cirque du Soleil. Let's not stuff. forget, he also got really mad at the Piranha people. Took his 3D cameras and made... <laughs> really? <laughs> made made Piranha, movies. Piranha 3D. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. He was like, I developed this not for making this kind of trash. And it's like, well, you don't get the... <laughs> oh it's a camera. You can film anything you want. Mm -hmm. No one has to go see it. It's still on a budget of only... Only... $237 million and made $2.7 billion. It made $2.7 billion. Yeah, Holy on, on $237 million, which is like... A like, lot yeah. of money. A lot of money, but it's not like Avengers money. Avengers monies are now like cracking like $300, $400 million. Oh like it was still like, Yeah, but that's 10 years ago on a, on a concept that isn't proven. Yeah, like the Avengers yeah, yeah. movie is... They're spending that much money because yeah. they know they're going to make that much money. Captain America, Iron Man, Thor are all in it. Black Panther didn't get. Yeah, dude. I mean, it delayed. Mm -hmm. I don't even say so. Like, filming of the first sequel only began in September 2017. Wow. And like a movie, like an that's FX, so strange. An FX movie on that scale, like, and I mean, of course, he also has to one up himself too. Yeah. So ten years have gone by. You can't just play the same. Yeah, notes exactly. Again. That's what I'm saying. Like, it does. It's not super. Yeah, exactly. That's it. The respective release date. So initially, there were so two sequels were confirmed after the success of the first film. This yeah. number was subsequently expanded to four. Okay. The expected release dates are December 2021, December 2023, December 2025, and December 2027. Hmm. So we have an Avatar Harry movie Potter. every two years starting in 2021. The Harry Potter schedule. Yeah. With like Giovanni Ribisi, Zoe Zaldana. Like, it's, the, it's all the same cast from yeah, the first yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. Different child actors are coming on board. God. Yeah. Well, so I... post-production only began in April 2019. Hmm. So like a year and a half of shooting and then post production on now like it's a like I said it's I think it's just he just ha operates on such a huge dumb scale hmm. that so I've told this, this story a bunch before it's not even my story to tell but I have a friend who went on a first date with a guy mm -hmm. and to Avatar no oh. but to, to to coffee hmm. and in the course of their their getting to know each other on this first date he uh, expressed to her that his favorite movie of all time was Avatar. Oh, no, no. And she was like, oh, yeah, that movie was, was fun. I like that movie. But, like, not your favorite movie of all time. He's like, no, it's the best movie of all time. It's the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> what? Like, have you seen, like, Other Wizard of Oz or The Godfather or E.T.? Like, Citizen Kane. Any, any, it was like, nothing Gosh, compares to, to Avatar. She's like, but the technical stuff was great. Yeah, yeah. He's like, no, the story, the acting, it's the best that's ever been made. Whoa. Wow. No second date. <laughs> I mean, <agreed. laughs> she was, she was like, <laughs> there's, yeah. 
I one of my exes was really into Avatar, and I had that same conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, we were already exes by the time Avatar came out, because as I said, I went to see it with Sarah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one of my exes was like, "It's like she's like, it's amazing, and it made me like this and this, and like realize that we should be like more like kind to our planet." I was like, "Avatar made you realize this." I was like, and if you hadn't seen Avatar, you weren't there before. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, we should get in touch with each other and imagine if we can like commune with nature that way and like with cool, 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 cool. But yeah, it, like I don't know how I would have handled that if I was dating her. It was. Can you make it a hard out? <laughs> you know, like it's there's yeah there's that's something. a tough one. Like there's first date you can yeah yeah yeah, yeah sure like, first date judged. Yeah. I don't, I think. I, in in the span of like opening dates, I will absolutely ask a date about like favorite music, favorite movies, favorite books, and whatever. And and not to say that like she necessarily needs to agree with me, mm-hmm. but it needs to be like something that I can acknowledge of substance. Like if if someone was like my favorite movie is Avatar, I'm like I'm not gonna say it's a full deal breaker, but I'm like there's like an alarm bell. I feel I would I would even accept I would even accept I'm not that into movies. Yeah. Over, I can't. I can't. Think my of favorite a, movie is Avatar. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and I believe it's the greatest movie ever made. I could under. I could even accept my favorite movie is Avatar, but I don't watch a lot of movies. That's just. That's just the one it. I enjoyed. In the last I year. saw it that I, yeah, yeah, it's in my head. I can't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. But for someone to like double down on yeah, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, when I started dating Marissa, the it's first like time I went to a lot of you too. Oh no! <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two things I checked out when we started going out were, was her bookshelf, and I was like, "Twilight." Well, it went Lord of the Rings, hmm, Harry Potter, okay, Twilight, hmm. <laughs> Got some questions there, <laughs> but like as a and giant, you her iTunes and it was full of you too. And now she mothered your child. It was not just full of you too. It was full of you too, and there was a hundred and ten songs total. total. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Really? I have 110 songs in my music. On my iTunes How did that, Was it because there was free U2 stuff downloaded on her thing? No, no, no. That was, she had like, like three eight albums. Huh. Eight albums downloaded onto her computer. I was like, wow. Hmm. Weird. That's, that's weird. And she also hates Hot Rod again. I don't know why you married her. <laughs> I brought this up after the last time we, we got together with her. And she was like, I didn't hate that movie. I don't even think I've seen that movie. We should watch it. And I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Did you watch it? No, but I added it to my list, and we're going to sit down and, and sit through it at some point. Because... You're just going to stare at her with like kind of a frowny face. like Because mm. we watched all of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and she was like, yeah, no, I like Andy Samberg. And I was like, huh, who? Uh, I mean, you? Brooklyn Nine-Nine Andy Samberg, though, is, is not yeah. hot, hot rod. Yeah. <laughs> it's very different. Uh, man. We were watching... Uh, watching hang on, some... hang on. Let's just... Finish. Oh yeah, we got to rank Avatar. Yeah, uh, is it better or worse than the Born Agency? It's better. It's better uh, than no. the dude. <laughs> I'm just saying X Men. X Men: Age of Apocalypse. I would say this was better than that. Yeah, sure. I'm sure. I, I'm I'm lowballing it to be a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Force Awakens. I think worse. Oddly comparable. Yeah, oddly comparable. Oddly but comparable. I would I would probably put it worse. Personally, if I had to watch another one of them this week, I would probably choose the Force Awakens. I agree. Mm-hmm. Not Ready Player One. I don't know though, but Top Gun. Top Gun's better. Come on. Why did we have Ready Player One that high? I don't know. We were really. Somebody was really excited. But even even the like the 
we were both involved in this ranking. We both yeah, saw it no. together in the exact no. same time. They replaced the Tomb of Horrors with, Mar- Tomb of Horrors with Mario Kart. Like, even the, th- the quote is even somewhat stated. Negative, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do a holiday re-rank or something, yeah. maybe in January. Because, yeah, like, why is Ready Player One above Baby Driver? That's all. Or Ghost in the Shell. <laughs> Ready Player One's all over the Or place. the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, Man, we that got, is all got to fix that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I'm keeping lower. I could see Avatar coming in, man, much lower. Like, I'm like, Jurassic World's even above Avatar. Uh, I'm looking at that, that 86, 87. But I don't think it's much better than Triple X, The Return of Santa Cage. Because is he Downhouse King in a Jungle? Yes, he is. It is great. Do you know what had an opportunity to introduce Downhouse King in a Jungle? Avatar. And yep. it didn't. <laughs> it easily could have. There's, there's no scene in Avatar that is as exciting as that yeah. first scene of Triple X. But like, imagine okay, the okay, shot okay, in beautiful okay. James but... Cameron 3D, one of the Navi, skiing down a jungle hill. <laughs> it's completely doable. Uh, we're, we're all really down on it, but it was still a perfectly passable sci-fi sure. action movie. But that, that puts it—that would put it above stuff like yes. the Lost World yeah. and. But that's something like, like you said, like a perfectly passable sci-fi action movie. But that's still like above Chappie, which I put in that same category. I mean, Jurassic World is sure. right there, and that. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not—I'm not trying to like tank it. I mean, I think no, this is no. the right zone. Okay. Right, like I would say it's—I would say the basement is it would be above Solo, a Star Wars story. So I think we're in the right area. Yeah, it's better than Venom. Better than Bad Times at El Royale. And like I said, now we're just zeroing in on that zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it doesn't even have D'Antward. <laughs> and again, it totally could. <laughs> I would put it below Chappie. I don't know. I totally didn't like Chappie, but we um, uh, that area is okay for me too. But then, like I said, I don't think it could. If it, even if it gets over Chappie, I don't see how it would get over like the Lost World because it's still like spectacle. Like, and then I would appreciate at least Jurassic World for being. I will. I will say this: the CG was great. Yeah, yeah. At, I watched it again, specifically looking at that, mm-hmm. and all of the skins and motions yeah. and environments. I mean, it's they still... made, like it looks like people running through the jungle, and there's nothing on the screen that's real. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't feel that. Phantom Menace, like uh, plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I will also say that it was. We're saying with that that it's 20 places below the descent, which yeah. is at 78, or like... Wh- yeah, but again, like I said, there's, there's it's stuff... It's just so facile. There's nothing left at the end exactly. of it to that, think that's, about, and to that's, chew on. And that's where I'm like, that's where I, like, I, I don't mind that, because I'm like, the descent for its flaws was trying to be interesting. Yep. <laughs> you know, like, like, there's flawed movies that I'll give bonus points to. Bad guy was bad. Army bad guy was tough and bad. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but, so uh, below Chappie and above Ocean's 8? Sure. Yeah, that that works. Below Chappie. I mean, that whole area. There's like ten movies there that could. Yeah. You could shuffle the deck and and spread them out. Can we? You know, just because we're here, and it it bothers me so much now, um, is having uh, uh, that Spielberg movie, Ready Player One, up there. Can we just drop it and I'll I'll fix it? No, we'll do a thing. We should all go through it and then pick a couple that we don't like the thing of, and we'll maybe do a either an exclusive episode or something and fix it. Mm -hmm. I feel that. That would be a better approach, because like we'd have to like reanalyze the entire list. Like, I, if I'm going to do it for Ready Player One, I want to give like a, a once over okay. on everything. We can maybe pick like, a, like maybe two or three each or something. Okay, well I'm just going to drop it then. 
<laughs> no, but you, you, need to know, you need to know where to drop it to where, though. Uh-huh. Like, you know, like how far down do we drop it? That's the discussion. Well, it's really bothering me that it's up there. Anywho. All right, the I mean, there's a lot of movies that... Need movies. a little shuffle, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, are there, are there any that we should, like... Because like, like, that's why I was like, should stuff go higher? The, the Mummy, I'm not super thrilled on where it is right now. Which one? The 1999 Stephen Sommers, Brendan Fraser one. You think it's too low? I think it's a little too low compared to some of the stuff that's above it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, could, I, could, I could see that argument. It wouldn't be the argument I would choose if I was going to hit this list, but that would be one of them. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we're definitely going to do that, yep. I feel. Yeah. Is we're going to take a... Like, even like Karate Kid is like, I feel possibly too low. Like, it's 1984's Karate Kid is ranked like 106th. And I'm like, it's not like my favorite movie of all time, but that's like, it's still very good. Like, yeah. it's like, you know, like, I'm like, where does classic... How many points does being like a, a classic film go up? I don't know, yo. We should we should plan like a movie movie one. We add a bunch of stuff that we wanted to add and and didn't get to talk about due to time constraints mm-hmm. and do mm-hmm. some reshuffling and we can do this. All this and more coming in the twenty twenty edition of ninety S. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh do you want to want to close this episode off with a uh, with a super fight? Sure, y'all. So, what is this again? Can I explain for the listeners? While I so, uh, super fight is a card game where you have like a champion, and then you add a power to that champion. This is done by a deck of cards, mm-hmm. uh, and then you can add a stipulation to the fight, and then you can add a location to the fight. Mm-hmm. Scott and I are presently getting three cards with which to choose our champion. John mm-hmm. is going to be the, I guess, adjudicator. Um, oh. Hmm. Difficult. I'm walking through my thought process here without trying to like show my hand. Uh-huh. All right. I believe I've chosen... Choose champion before power. Does, does it matter? Oh, you got to choose? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Choose champion before power. You get to choose one. Because I feel that it's more fun. Yeah, you can keep them. Or are you giving me back yeah, the I'm other two? I'm giving you back those are my unused ones. Yeah. So that we don't necessarily know which power, so we can't like combo it up. Right. Uh, oh... So what's how does it work? You guys are you're supposed to choose your your champion and then you just fight, or do I pick a thing first? Uh, I guess well I need to have another character card. Yeah. Due to my power card, ask for another character. Card. Oh yeah. That and a character card is a white card. Yeah. I know what this is. Yeah. I'm going for random. Oh whoa. Okay. Uh, so I guess yeah. We I I think that the best way is that we can introduce our characters and yep. explain why. They're amazing. Okay. And then I guess you can... Like, I would also, in your amazingness, I want to hear an exploit that they have achieved. An exploit that they have achieved. Yeah, some, something impressive that they have accomplished in their time. Okay. So I will introduce my champion first, uh-huh. I suppose. Uh, my champion is a Hydra uh-huh. that was uh-huh. bitten by a radioactive army of skeletons. Wow. Okay. Uh, hydra, like one Hydra, like yes. a multi-headed serpentine. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like a Hydra. Bitten by an army of radioactive skeletons. Correct. Okay. Um, by all accounts, I believe this puts it into kind of like Hydra-lich territory, possibly mm-hmm. with radioactive uh, abilities, which yeah. I also think it makes it about the size of a skyscraper. Well, maybe. I think, because it's kind of like a Godzilla uh, thing. Uh, and what my Hydra, who I'm going to name him Hydran, no, nope. Hydrandrew. Uh huh. His name is Hydrandrew, and I believe that uh, his most recent exploit was uh, sinking two thirds of the islands of Hawaii. Hmm. Okay. 
That's what he's been up so to. Unfortunate recently. for the Hawaiian friends. I mean, that's what they get being so close to Monster Island. Uh-huh. Scott, what do you got? The Himalayas. One of the most inhospitable places on planet Earth. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The bodies of humans who have tried to conquer this land uh-huh. litter the landscape. Oh. Where if you die there, you are left to lay there for all eternity. Uh-huh. One creature has mastered this, and it is the Yeti. Mm-hmm. Oh. And my Yeti is swinging a two-ton tuna fish. A Yeti with a two-ton tuna fish. Uh-huh. That he swings. Wielding. Okay. Um, I don't know how you're going to possibly hurt Hydrandrew. With okay, what's the Yeti's name? I want to say something racially insensitive, but I'm just going to go with... Spaghetti. <laughs> Or spaghetti. I'm gonna, Speg Yeti. I'm going to call him Toes. Toes? toes. I mean, it's big Okie dokie. And he's the captain of the Chicago Blackhawks. Yes. <laughs> toes. Toes uh, and tuna. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm feeling pretty confident, at least without a stipulation on here, that a uh, Hydra, which is an immortal being of itself, because I don't think a ten, two-ton tuna fish isn't going to chop off any of my heads of Hydrandrew, and then also radioactive and undead abilities going on i feel that i'm I'm not sure he is undead he's been bitten by a bunch Mm -hmm. of the undead that's true skeletons don't turn you into skeletons bitten by a radioactive usually implies that you get the powers of it when or spider-man is bitten by i'm gonna pause it he's got cancer (laughs) Uh (laughs) uh-oh so that's that's actually a very good point and he's also been bitten by an army of radioactive skeletons he can have one of them are taking chunks out like Mm -hmm. if you bit a hydra 500 times it would still die from just damage or cancer or cancer. Or it was surrounded by 500 radioactive skeletons. So now here's the thing, right? It's because of what is it? Is it one head and then three heads come back? Or is it one to two? I think it's one to two. At least if it's one to two. It's all cancer if, in fact, it is getting, like, washed over by this cancer. This wasn't a radioactive spider, right? This was <laughs> a radioactive army of skeletons. But I'm just saying, whatever radioactive, if the radioactivity is, in fact, doing damage to the Hydra, mm-hmm. it would need to kill all of the heads simultaneously Otherwise, it's still putting them up one to two. Or so just, even if it has rapidly right. dying... I, think, I don't know that the heads are falling off because of cancer. I think maybe its prostate is just shutting down. <laughs> maybe. All right. I am going to declare that the Hydra is the winner without any of this other stuff. Just because, even though it's been bitten terribly, I still don't think the Yeti can deal with its regeneration or the fact that its head can come off. I don't know. I feel like location is going to be a big yeah. factor here. So stipulation. But, I mean, but, but I'm, al- I'm also going to posit that if being bitten by an army of radioactive skeletons is damaging to the Hydra, I believe there's uh, an amount of like residual radiation that will also be damaging to your Yeti. Well, I think the Hydra is probably sick and dying from being bitten <laughs> by an army and of radioactive things, but it still doesn't change the fact that Yeti can't deal with them. However, this fight is happening. All fighters are armed with gasoline squirt guns. <laughs> <laughs> that actually does change things, because now the Yeti can deactivate the regeneration from the Hydra. I mean, that's exactly how that works. You give it fire damage. You give it fire damage? And it, and it goes... Do you think that changes anything otherwise? I mean, Proba- probably not. I mean, unless you squirt the two-ton tuna with gasoline, and now it's a flaming fish. Yeah. Again, I, I, it really depends on how the gasoline reacts to the radioactivity, because that could be... Yeah. It Again, it might not be a long fight, but if now it is a radioactive, on-fire, dying Hydra, it is still, I believe... You know what? I don't, I don't think the Yeti would actually light the gasoline. I think just 
just trying to knock it out with the fumes would be pretty <laughs> pretty effective for the Hydra that mm. is already kind of kind of wheezing due to the the polyps that have grown inside its its bronchioles. Interesting. Interesting. Does it change anything if it happens on a Mars colony? Yes, Mars is cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeti's Yeti like cold. But a Hydra's a mythical beast who I don't think don't think needs to breathe. I think yeah, Yeti, lives Yeti might grease, need oxygen. Oof. Yeti might need oxygen. And I think a Hydra makes a stronger argument that it doesn't need oxygen. Uh, well, Hydra definitely does. They're both monstrous beings. Yeah, but I was bitten by an army of skeletons. Uh-huh. Again, but I think from, a, I still from, don't think that makes it into it. But a, if it's bitten by a radioactive, which uh-huh. in the realm of most origin stories gives you the powers of the thing that bit you. I'm, like, I'm willing to take a downside, but there's like powers that came from it. <laughs> you know, like I'm willing to agree that he is potentially dying of said radioactivity, uh-huh. but there's also some radioactive like boosts. And if, if we're talking about air here... Uh, pretty sure the Yeti can deal with less air living in the Himalayas with oxygen that's, very thin. That's good. The question to me really comes down to, is there fire to light the gasoline? Again, if we're in an oxygen-reduced environment and I just squirt gasoline, gasoline yeah. at its head, I feel like the it's going to start huffing even harder uh-huh. and uh, probably pass out. But, I mean, I also have those, though. Sure. Potentially more of them. I feel like my lungs are better than my champion. Hmm. You also have hands to operate the squirt gun, whereas a hydra doesn't really have hands, I suppose. But I'm armed with a squirt gun with gasoline? Is yep. that what it is? That's what it says. You've been given <laughs> I was like, well, it. It says armed. Maybe it's been duct taped to the side <laughs> of the hydra, and one of the heads can go, go down and squeeze <laughs> pew, the pew, thing. <laughs> Just like shooting it. Hmm. Okay, well, without being able to take advantage of the fire, I believe that the hydra is going to chomp the yeti to pieces, even though... It I think has, I would just eat the tuna. Is armed. I, I mean, mean the, it might just get two tons of tuna there. It might be distracted, but and enjoy <laughs> eating the tuna while the yeti goes away and and maybe hides in the mountains of Mars. <laughs> right there, you go. Uh. I think that's a better end of the story. <laughs> exactly. There's two tons of tuna and Hydra. I think might. I'm thinking uh-huh. in terms of like the the kraken with which we deal with on a dungeon and the Dungeons of Dragons thing that uh-huh. always wants to eat. I feel that the Hydra might be distracted. I think that the Yeti could survive by being like, here's two tons of tuna. And the Hydra would be like, I'm dying. That's true. No, <laughs> nothing, in this, nothing in this ever said that it, they actually had to fight, right? Yeah. This, you know, he's armed with a tuna fish, and the correct deployment of that is just to hand it over. <laughs> Here you are. And I leave, will leave. And leave. And potentially, like, burn the forest behind him. Are we doing a second one? Or was that I mean, sufficient super I fight? I think that is a sufficient amount of super fight to, it. to round off mm-hmm. the... Uh, this is the end of the year, guys. Or are we going to do, uh, like, when we are we going to... one more episode. It might not be numbered, but we have one more episode, I think, before the holidays. Right. This, uh, which will be episode... 200. Exactly. Unless we don't number it. <laughs> and then we make it episode nothing? If what well, I'm saying, because every now and then our year in review, like, we've done the 90s oh, yeah, year they doesn't don't always count. have a number. Yeah. So this episode is uh, December 19th. Mm-hmm. So this is actually is our last episode of the year. Yeah. This is our final episode. And I guess we'll do some kind of year in review on January 2nd's episode. Yeah. Um, but I suppose the question is, is that will that be 90S200 or will that just be the 90S year in review? I think we make Why it the year in review. And then, and, then, and then do something. Should we do something special for the 200? I was thinking about that, actually. I was uh-huh. like, I don't. And I'm sure, as the also editor of the show, do not have nearly the time or ambition to do it. I was like, a flashback episode would be amazing. Oh, I really but would. But there's just way too much content to like sift through 200 plus hours. Unless you're listening to this and you want to 
Do that's that for what us. your favorite episode bit was. Moments. And then also with, which with minute the, it's in. With yeah. the timestamp and episode name. Yeah, exactly. Tweet. That's it. Because that's, the, that's the thing. is Even if I remember like a good bit, I would have a hard time figuring out the episode. And even if I did, it would involve listening to the whole episode to find the to bit. To pick it out. Yeah. yeah, it'd be so, so I mean, it's not impossible. But uh, I think that would be more effort than I would do unless a listener engaged this process. <laughs> if that happened, I would definitely do it. Yeah, but, or at least once or twice. Yeah. Be like, remember the time. It would also yeah. be, or <laughs> alternatively... We could just record other things and like fake bits to be like, yo, remember the time where we like <laughs> like ranked Citizen Kane at the bottom of the list? Yeah. And then we would just record us ranking Citizen Kane <laughs> at the bottom of the list. You should have turned your microphone for that, off yeah. for that, because that's a good... <laughs> just flashbacks yeah, yeah. to things that never happened in, yeah. the, in 90s. What we could do is, is go and look at the number of hits on the episodes and find like the most popular episode from the year I and mean, just absurd. like refer to it. Absurd. <laughs> I think the that most episode just keeps going. <laughs> I think the most downloaded episode of all time is Absurd. Really? Weirdly, yes, I think huh. so. It's, I know it's. It was at least on the old podcast provider. It was like significantly higher downloads than a lot of the like other. At episodes. least twice as much as the other ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. There's, there's a lot of. Sometimes when we touch something that kind of hot topic, it spikes. I'll, I'll right. look through yeah. and I'll see if what maybe some of our, our best ever or our most downloaded episodes. You wouldn't do it from the year. If we're going to talk about it in a what year. Maybe it's episode two hundred. Oh, that's true. Right. Do so. it from one hundred to two hundred then. Maybe. Yeah. Um, the most recent hundred episodes. This is our second box set. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Right on. Right it's on. It's crazy that we're closing in on two hundred. It's crazy. And then, yeah, I was talking about this with. Oh yeah, <laughs> on the Speedheart Grips episode. Go plug yourself. Mm-hmm. But I was like, it's doubly crazy because we do it every two weeks. Like when it's when people are like, oh, we're episode, approaching episode two hundred of our podcast, but they do three times three podcasts a week. I'm like, yeah. it's only a year and a half, man. Yeah, <laughs> like this has been since two thousand eleven. We're like coming That's up crazy. Years. We're like coming yeah. up on a, I mean, coming up on a decade. Yeah. It was fall two thousand eleven, so we're Wild. a year and a half away of a full decade of the nineties. Huh. So weird. Still, still pushing Montreal's <laughs> longest running geek podcast. I mean, probably. Uh, why would you not back me up on that? <laughs> God damn it. I mean, it's certainly the only one I'm involved in. <laughs> uh, this is the 90s. I guess, yeah, we should, happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah, everybody. happy holidays and happy new years to everybody, because the next time we're going to talk to you, it's going to be 2020, which is, means that Blade Runner is no longer the future. It's the past. Yep. That's it. We've already passed. We've now passed. Because <laughs> hindsight is... 2020. Yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be a lot of those coming up in that year. <laughs> Get them in quick. <laughs> Don't spoil them all. Yeah, so... Oh, yeah. Because we, we, I was poking around on, on some streaming service or whatever, Robotech, and Robotech is like, it's the year, 1999. Yeah. I was like, I love that so much. Yeah. Transformers the movie, the yeah. year 2005. Yeah, exactly. We passed Transformers, we passed Robotech, we passed Back to the Future, we passed now Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. Like, Terminator 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if like if Hollywood is any indication, like maybe we're not doing so bad on the planet because like a lot of movies have said we would have ruined the earth by now and we haven't quite yet. I mean, like we're getting there. It's it, yeah. It's coming. It's but, not for want of trying. Exactly. Take that, Terminator. The robots haven't overthrown us yet. Thanks for sticking around to the very end of this show. That means you're our number one fan. As our number one fan, maybe you're wondering a way that you can show your support for this. 
We've set up a few ways, and the boys are going to tell you about it now. If you like this show, you might know other people that like this show, or maybe they'll like some of the other stuff that we're doing on the website. If that's the case, you can tell them all about it using all of the social networks like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're on all of those, or you could just you know send people links directly to the website. Or if you live in a world without the internet and you only listen to podcasts, you can tell people about it with your human mouth. There's other ways we could support us, John. If your interest in supporting us extends to the financial section, you might consider patreon.com slash 9to5cc. If you go there, you can get perks like early content, you can get your questions answered on the air, and you can get extra art. We've been doing this show for a long time, so we kind of know what we're doing. Not really. 9to5.cc. <laughs> Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.